0: Well, they have minstrel dolls on their porches, so they're not the nicest people. But anyways, um, you know, perfect example I saw on my way over here. Fucking zombie dragging a, a a generator across the street. <laughs> he didn't have the wheels on the dolly. It was just a dry dolly on concrete. A rat's nest of fucking cords. The generator falls into the middle of the street. I'm sitting there at the light. I'm not helping this guy.
1: Dylan, I'm not like getting out of my car. Dylan, I was at a gas station this morning, and a woman walks by me, probably about 60 years old. <laughs> Let me tell you.
2: last couple times. And, and, You've been, a, you're a battered, a battered man. I'm tired. Yeah, yeah it wasn't a bad mood. It was, yeah, it was, it was, it was exhausted. You've been beat down by your wife, but what is different about you?
1: I got Botox and filler.
2: Oh, did you? Yeah. And
1: I dyed my beard for Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a new man.
2: That's why he's also. Oh, yeah. that's so okay. good. But Dylan, I
1: want to say this. Yeah. <laughs> Some, are we recording? Yeah. yeah Some we're listeners spinning. have commented. They didn't like your attitude last week. Someone said you are very misogynistic. And, oh, really? Yeah. I was yeah I didn't think I forgot what you said that was misogynistic why do you Probably? have I'm so much joy women. huh why do you have so much mirth just, on your face I guess face I'm just right happy here today I got Botox and filler
2: and I dyed my beard <laughs> see I we we had a big discussion about that episode and I felt like it was just like a little neuroses of Dylan coming out he said he didn't like his performance he wasn't happy with the episode right and oh she, yeah, yeah, yeah. She came with, she came with like vitriol. I don't think you said anything that what happened? bad.
0: I, I didn't read that. I'm, I'm, You didn't read it? No, mm. no. I'm happy. I don't read the comments that often anymore because
2: I hate our fans. But anyways, mm. um, I think it's stuff like that. Maybe that. Oh, you think but, that's it? But, but I don't know what you said that no, was by the fucking t-shirts mm. then. Uh, but Pat is gonna bring this up and read it. Uh, well, if you want me to, I will I'm scrolling to find it. I forgot what episode. It was I don't like. really care. I want
0: to talk about more interesting stuff. Okay. Um, so uh, I was scrolling. Oh, I found
1: it. <laughs> it's from Kate Ruby. Yeah, I su- subscribe to YouTube channel and I like the videos, even though I was none too impressed with the misogynistic comments Dylan was making and the overall negative connotation he put on the videos, which was evident. Patrick and Nick were trying to make up for his and deflect for Dylan's negativity. Bad show, Dylan, sorry. If you were in a bad (laughs) mood, but it was completely obvious. I recommend to my friends to watch and subscribe and they didn't because of your mood and comments about women. They couldn't understand why I recommended it to them. Thanks, you made me look like a dickhead. (laughs) Fuck you, Dylan. Are you kidding? No. (laughs) By the way, I know this isn't on the free feed oh, where tens of thousands of people listen. This is just like a thousand yeah, yeah. people. No, no, don't no. Ever... This is on the free feed. Oh, it That's is. the problem oh. of what we're doing right okay. now. Okay, don't ever do not ever do a podcast. Don't. Just stop. Uh,
0: we'll stop this one soon. But listen, so I, I was... Have uh, you ever heard of that? I'm kidding. Have you ever co- heard of that company? I was okay with it. <laughs> Have you ever heard of that company, Evens?
2: You don't like APS? Can we I don't s- like anything.
0: Can we stop? Yes.
2: When you guys joke about quitting, it scares me. Have you don't heard of
0: the, sh- the company evens now now have you ever heard of it i haven't it's this antacid company i'm at
2: odds with them sorry continue okay
0: um good one so i'm scrolling through instagram as i do because i'm a fucking zombie with no self-control just drooling 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 and i see these ads all the time um for this like gastrointestinal cure-all and it's these people Filming their like daily intake of like quarter pounders with cheese and like troughs of chow mein and stuff. They're eating bad. They're eating horrifically. And they're like, I've been having the worst stomach pains. <laughs> but now I have evens. Oh. And I I the only reason I bring it up is because I saw another one this morning. Uh, during my AM bowel movement, and there was this like smooth talking, like John Legendy black guy who was hammering uh sour ropes, oh, you yeah. know, like for children, yeah, and he was like big fan. I used to have diarrhea until I bought Evans, <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like. How are people this fucking stupid? Just, just fucking eat a salad. You don't need to buy a antacid pill from Instagram. Just, eat a dinner roll. Just don't eat rewards for good behavior for children. But I was looking through their Instagram feed and I found this campaign that they do. Um, can you pull this up really quickly? It's... Um, they, they were doing this thing where I guess their logo is this like this rapey like cartoon hand that extends into the frame of these uh, photographs of food that is not even like
1: every once in a while food it's like um oh man so all those are those are a diarrhea session in the making so I, I don't
0: understand this um I I guess I'm I'm just losing faith in humanity every each and every day. Like I don't understand how people are buying this product because there's this terrifying like pedophilic hand that's reaching into the frame and pointing at these things that no human being should eat. I mean, there's there's a a caramel sundae in a, a, a fucking waffle taco here. What grown adult eats this food? Right.
2: I'm, I'm going to be honest. Uh, right to the sweets. You may be surprised to hear this. We're going to war with Russia and China. Yeah, yeah. there's a jet overhead that's uh, spying uh, on us. Uh, may be surprised to hear this. Those don't actually appeal to me, even though they're like childish, wet. Yeah, it's because you're
1: 33 years old. How I'm, about that pizza with the, cr- the crust has cheese in it? I, I was know.
2: just about to get to the pizza. <laughs> now that is right up my alley. I love some now the, the new experiments they're doing with Nick. pizza, using different foods as the crust. I've seen some like pigs in a blanket type thing. Yeah, anything. Can you imagine a
1: hot dog and a pizza crust. Those and, sick pigs.
2: Yeah, the, these these Frankenstein's. Of ballpark food connected to each other to make a transformer of more ballpark food yeah. is kind of my my feel. I guess pizza is not ballpark food, but
0: you guys know what I mean. But it doesn't matter as long as you have Evans.
1: Is Evans a pill? By the way, it's a it's like a tablet. It's gonna fix it. Anything you eat, it'll it's make gonna your tummy fix feel good.
0: Eating a goddamn large pie with garlic knots for crust. Mm. I honestly, I glasses and in, in, or stones and glass houses. But I mean, Jesus Christ,
2: this isn't your intention, Dylan. But uh, you're really selling me on this product because I'll have a night I'll postmate something some wiener schnitzel oh has, my god have six chili dogs wash it down with like three-fourths a gallon of milk and then the next day I sit on the toilet just baffled I'm like honey what is wrong with my stomach <laughs> Yeah. and the problem is I don't have even she keeps right. saying I'm lo- lactose intolerant <laughs> yeah, and, which is yeah. just a myth right. uh, t- right. put, put by, out, out by the government to destroy the dairy industry yeah, which exactly. obviously became they, they've
1: been at odds for a long time <laughs> you know what? Going to teach my daughter because my parents never told me anything about eating. Right. Uh, this is the advice, and I think it's pretty solid. I'm going to tell her don't eat until your tummy hurts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's going to cause a whole host of problems. Well, no, I mean, the, the, uh, the, all right. So you order uh, something at a restaurant, and the big pile of food comes over. Every person eats everything on that plate. that No one said that you had to do that. I, I want to start doing a segment called Is TGI Fridays Trying to Kill Us? Because
0: life I I, I I know you do. You fucked a lot of women there. Outside, blue margaritas and fucking and Saturns. Mm-hmm. But um, the menu items there are just hilarious. There's an ooey gooey mozzarella cheese stick melt. It's oh a grill, wow! It's a grilled cheese with four mozzarella sticks inside and then two on
1: top. I couldn't find the the caloric intake, but I mean, it's they're trying to kill us. If you want to know why America is great, it's <laughs> things like that. Sure, that's how good sure. we have it here. But
0: I, I'm. <clears throat> Great or going down the dumpster. I'm I'm just starting to lose faith in in people and I, I feel like I don't have any chance of being a good Samaritan because I'm just looking around and I'm I'm just I'm turning into I don't know, kind of uh, serial killer adjacent. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not a violent human being, but I don't care for others.
2: I really don't. Mm-hmm. I, I've kind of noticed it. He, he he, increasingly likes to be like, "Oh, we need to kill this person." Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. The the, the Pontius yeah. Pilot of another podcast. Network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but now he's going to eventually take it into his Dil- own hands,
1: Dylan. And let me tell you this, Dylan. That I'm not saying that in. <laughs> excuse me, the rest of the world or the rest of America, there aren't a bunch of pieces of shit out there. Mm. Uh, get out of Los Angeles and people are a little bit more friendly, more thoughtful, not as uh, gross. I've been to New York. They're not thoughtful there. Well, that's a major city. It's filled with assholes like Los Craig Angeles. County, Virginia. They're, they're still, you know. I bet they're nicer there, though.
0: Well, they have minstrel dolls on their porches, so they're not the nicest people. But anyways, um, you know, perfect example I saw on my way over here. Fucking zombie dragging a, a, a generator across the street. <laughs> he didn't have wheels on the dolly. It was just a dry dolly on concrete, a rat's nest of fucking cords. The generator falls into the middle of the street. I'm sitting there at the light. I'm not helping this guy.
1: Dylan. I'm not getting out of my car. Dylan, I was at a gas station this morning and a woman walked by me, probably about 60 years old. <laughs> Let me tell you if, all right, so on the set of Walking Dead, if a makeup artist created what this woman looked like. Right and showed it to the director, the direct, director would say too too much. Too much. We don't want she, to scare people. She had welts on her face. I felt <laughs> so bad for her. Yeah. And she's, The untouchables. It's like, oh, man, I fucking hate this. I hate who runs this goddamn city. What a bunch of fucking assholes. This is what I'd say to them, because well, they're all, well, hey, all, all these families, that you know, a guy or a woman, they lose their job, you know, two weeks later, they're living in their car, they're on a sidewalk. I would go this. And then they turn into hoarders? Why does a homeless guy that lost his job at Amazon need 3 bicycles? <laughs> well, to get around? <laughs> what? Why is there 8700 tons of garbage right. and feces around him? He's no, still a normal person, I, right? Yeah. He just lost his job from Amazon.
0: Listen, I don't want them dead. I want the uh I want the fascistic um oligopoly the 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 heads of those families I want them killed but um but a perfect example of me kind of I don't know just losing my empathy and I used to be a nicer human being and maybe I'll turn a I'll turn a corner but other weekend we're playing uh playing golf and we're getting ready to tee off head up to the tee box and a golf car comes screaming into the clubhouse dude jumps out of the car. And my brother-in-law is a paramedic uh, firefighter. So he immediately is like, whoa, something's not right here. And this dude gets out of the car and he's holding his face. And my brother-in-law is like, you all right? What happened? And he goes, I got hit by a ball. And he takes his hand down. And it is gushing blood. And I go,
2: oh, my God.
0: And I just turn around and I go, putt. I just didn't want to do, I didn't want to deal with it at all. Cause there were like six people that had come out corralling around this guy, providing emotional support. I didn't need to be there. I didn't need to look at
2: it. His teeth were through his lip. You got hit in the face with a golf ball so hard. <laughs> uh, no, no, Dylan, I, I, f- I feel like you're kind of asking us, should you have done something to help or something? Yeah, yeah, No, yeah. like you said, there's people there to take care of it. But to just like switch your opinion on society and the world, <laughs> look at those six people that were there to help that right, man. Right, right. You, you're really annoyed and it's a nuisance, this small percentage of people, but there's so many people you don't notice just, right. just living Well, I noticed normal. them. Oh, I yeah. just
0: felt they were foolish because they couldn't do anything so they should go on with their lives and leave this poor bleeding man alone that's I'd, how i felt about them
2: i don't mean in general there's people you don't notice helping there's people you just don't notice they're just living correctly like you are well uh uh like Adhering to social cues and just being good citizens. Yes, uh, right. you're but, right. But the small percentage obviously gets under your skin. That's not everyone. You're I'm
0: right. no longer addicted to silver linings, and I need to find a, an eight ball quick. Yeah, yeah.
1: You know what? Uh, th- this was fairly recent. Uh, when when we adopted my last dog, uh, I went over to that Petco over there, and on Saturdays they have it's generally older women um, that yeah. are doing pet adoptions. So they go to those kill shelters. Yeah. And they adopt the dogs out of there. They get them out of there. They're all working together. And then they show up on a Saturday at Petco or various places. They spend people. all day long yeah. trying finding homes for these animals. Trying
0: to uh, to pawn off problem animals on other human beings. I no, I'm kidding. They're I saw something
1: Sabbath also gave me hope. So they had a little donation bucket there to pull yeah, yeah. Uh, dogs out uh, to help save. And I looked at what they were divvying up because I walked in there at the end of the day. It yeah, was probably $3.25 $3. 25 <laughs> yeah. split between six women. Yeah. And they were divvying it up. It, with change and I was just like wow there is a god there is right. a god right mm-hmm.
0: yeah no I know have faith I, man I, I need to I need to work on. I've been meditating a lot I think that's what's doing it but um you know I, I got this jury summons the other throw day. throw it in
1: the garbage throw it in the garbage was it certified does the government know that it made it to your mailbox now <laughs> throw it in the garbage and never <laughs> never call that number because once you call it Now they got you. And now you're trapped. Well, I've called in the past. I've gone my entire life without going to jury. go there. Don't do it. Have you, I was on trial (laughs) for four months in 2003, four months. It was horrible. And I saw how the system works and it is not. What do they compensate you for that? Or do they just give you a fucking talk? They give you some kind of gas money. They expect your employer to still compensate you full pay. There was one guy who, him and his brother owned a tow truck company. They each had a tow truck. They worked together. The judge told him, no, you're not leaving. He said, I got to go back to work. I got to feed my family. The judge like, I'll reprimand you. You know, you need to finish this trial out. This is the, I I don't
0: understand this system in general. Like, I I guess... that there's some foundational bubble of you know the inception of law that a jury of your peers is the fairest way to decide this but i don't want a jury of my peers i don't want you know i'm not saying that the the welt human being would walk onto onto the you know the 12
1: seats or anything but why do we have like normies just deciding the fate of dylan dylan give it to the judge you don't want this well you can sometimes say you have that option if you want just a judge i don't want a jury Here's why you don't want a jury. I was on in 2003. It was a huge case. It was three female police officers suing the city of Glendale for hostile work environment, sexual sexual harassment, pregnancy discrimination. You name it. It was three of them. Okay. One of the sergeants was building a porn site in the watchtower. Yeah. That was definitely wildly inappropriate. Yeah. You like coding it. He was co- he was showing it to all the other officers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was shooting it in, in Van Nuys yeah. because these officers they make so much money and they were only giving them. They only had to work like three days a week. Some of them would go get a lot of, of downtime. Yeah, yeah. down so in their off time, they were creating porn, red tube entities yeah. and such. Anyway, yeah. So I get called on this jury. I did not want to be on this thing. Right. Okay. Right. 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 They told me initially it would be two weeks to a month. Uh, uh, th- horrible things happened. One of the judges got sick, so they had to replace him. Then we took two weeks off. We'd go back. Sick, huh? So get this. Two of the jurors on this did not speak English. They sat through the entire process not hearing or understanding a lick of what of testimony. Hinty. I ratted them out. <laughs> I ratted That's them. disgusting. Man. We also had three government employees, two of which worked for the gas company and someone who worked for uh it was a, like a prison car. Sure. Shills on the fucking deciding your fate. They would not let us deliberate and finish in decision. They were getting full pay plus compensated this and the days ended oh, 3 o'clock. Dragged they it dragged on. this fuck... Right. I complained to them too. I ratted them out. I wrote a letter <laughs> to the judge. <laughs> it is the worst system. So you're saying throw it in the trash? You, They should have retired attorneys... Yes. ...on these jurors. Yes. People that understand law and not just a, like...
2: 100%. It's just... It's not right. There's I, Yeah, go ahead. I'm Like, the problem is... I. The constitution says jury of your peers. Right. N- no place does it say 12 peers. That's not big enough sample size. You'll get you'll get Sixteen percent that don't speak English. You, right, right, right. you need at least to get a good cross section of America. You probably need about three thousand yes, jurors. Three thousand jurors yeah. to get like a real right. This is America. Yeah, to, yeah. to decide Dylan or it's Pat's statistics. Fake. It's
0: how you get a good sample size. Well, it's and just also, fucking, it's science.
2: Uh, I'm kind of disgusted, you guys. You guys are like lamenting uh, humanity, yet you refuse to do your civic duty.
1: Do it once. <laughs> Ooh. Do it once and that's it. That's why I was on it. And I feel like I fulfilled my obligation, my right, civic right, duty. Right. I'm never going back down there. Well,
0: this schmucko got one uh, recently. He just lost it, I think. It recently, and we were talking about he doesn't know if he's going to get headhunted by the government. They won't find you.
2: Recently being. But the, the, the thing is, they sent me another letter and I called <laughs> that number. Don't like, call.
0: You called the number.
2: Uh, but what if I hit the jackpot and I'm on like the murder trial of the century? That'd the jackpot is
0: we don't need you to come in that's the jackpot
2: or the jackpot is i'm like yeah i I broadcast on a podcast for a living and i would definitely talk about it guys
1: here's what you need to know because you feel bad and not talk listeners are like hey patty how dare you like you're a fucking asshole like this is your duty you're supposed to do it everyone has to do it why do you think you're special i'll say this when you go down to, I only know it from Los Angeles County. There are hundreds of people sitting in one room with each other. These are all the people that got called in on that Wednesday right. and they get called up. Their names just, it's like a lottery system. There's plenty of people that want to do this. Yeah. Not me. Right. Not me. Don't worry about it. Let the people that want to do it, do it. All
0: right. Uh, so, you know, for those listening, if you get one throw it in the trash, this is another podcast show. Can you take the picture of the food down? It's making me want to throw up. Um, <laughs> Uh, it's the show where we gab goof about whatever is at the top of mind. I'm Dylan. settled up next to one real Nicholas Davis. What's going on, everybody? Pat, producer of the shows, over there behind my glasses. How wow! I think we're doing an intro. 15 minutes into the show, but that's okay. yeah. Well, that's we'll just keep the show 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So what do we have today? We've got a friends reunion breakdown for those um, not yet uh, familiar with the show. Nick is it kind of has a Rain Man kind of encyclopedic uh, grasp of everything. Nick, and- you
1: watch. The whole thing. I did. What was it hour, two
2: hours? Hour forty-four minutes. Yeah, it, I was pleasantly surprised. Really, got to hear
1: what Lady Gaga and Mindy Kaling have to say about that show. Huh?
2: Oh, I'm definitely gonna gonna explain the extraneous. What's the word? That's extraneous. Sounds yeah, ex- like it fits with
0: Mindy
1: Kaylee. And- Some
2: of the extraneous parts of the reunion, but yeah. but yeah, overall I enjoyed it. We'll what get there. Do, what do you I got? Know.
1: I got a little um, mini PMZ. I'm gonna uh, chime in. I got a new segment called uh, "Where Are They Now: Music Video Edition." Okay. And then I also have a uh, uh, old talk show moments. I'm gonna go back with Dave Letterman. I got a really love interesting. Him, love I him, pretty love much him. figured out he was a homophobic jerk. Oh, got it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was wildly entertaining. Well, he's from Indiana, so it makes sense. Yeah, he was a dick head, but we thought he was charming and witty then. Let's get into a
0: little bit of a mini PMC.
1: Oh, all right. All right. Great, great, great. Thank you. All right. So I'm going to, I guess I'll launch into uh, old talk show moments. Now, you know, I'm fascinated with late, late night talk shows because they've really changed drastically, I'd say in the They're last five years. They're bad now. They're really bad. They're more PC. So uh, sure. I guess you got to make your deal with the devil. Back 20 years ago with the Lenos, mainly like Conor O'Brien and David Letterman, like they used to uh, in their open monologues, basically just say Britney Spears of Paris Hilton was a whore and make like three horror jokes.
0: Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Paris really got, uh, got shit on quite a bit when
1: she was, uh, during her heyday.
2: Right. And, and she was talked about in those monologues disparagingly. <laughs> Very much so.
1: Yeah. That would never, that would never uh,
2: take place today. Right?
1: right. So anyway. You can't call a whore a whore today.
2: Now, no. And for anyone that did get it, I was saying she was pooped They got out it. it they infection. got it. They got it. And if they didn't, Move on.
1: All right. So I've been looking at old Dave, like, uh, you know, where did hostile guest on Dave Letterman show or something like that? Because he always thrived with a guest that was hostile.
0: Careful, Nick. That stuff's strong. He's smoking pot.
1: But- Uh, As I watched a few uh, clips, I realized he's really a hateful person, and he's not a good person. Dave Letterman is a jerk, and may I remind the audience, he, as an employer of a company, Worldwide Pants, was having sex with younger employees while he was married with a kid. Well, it's his company. It's his company, though, Yeah, you're not supposed (laughs) to be fucking your younger employees.
0: Well, I mean- do I do we have to say it again it's his company. Right. Yeah, is that I'm not so why we're so confused why you didn't We hear still us. like
1: him by the way. I I don't understand how did he get away? You know clean? it's so
0: funny like uh there's uh people who rally against cancel culture and people who really don't like victimhood on the right and stuff like that. When he got caught uh the the the, uh, the spewing of victimhood bullshit that he broadcasted every night when all that shit was going mm-hmm. down Was pathetic. It was all about how he got blackmailed Mm -hmm. and how he was getting ahead of it and that he was being preyed upon by these people who wanted to see him fail. It's like, dude, you were fucking 21 year olds on your desk. Yeah.
1: Jesus. He flipped the script. It was pretty, you know, he created a new narrative. It worked for him.
2: Anyway, here's my thing. It's actually absurd that you guys have this take. Why else do we start companies? Well, that's (laughs) the way
1: it used to be. If you're an ugly guy and you can never get laid, but you'd love to have sex with 22 year olds. You'd start a company, but that's not, that doesn't wash these days. Anyway, let me get to what I'm going to get to. Do you guys know who Richard Simmons is? Yes. Yes. You do. Richard Simmons was the first kind of nutritionist guru. Hey. Yeah. He wore skinny shorts and he was kind of weird, but because there were only four channels, you'd listen to what this guy had to say
0: right okay there was that podcast on him where we listened to it for four hours and found out that there was no conclusive end to it whatsoever
1: uh nick i sent another clip it's called Sweat to the oldies with richard Simmons. i want to show everybody if you remember maybe some people are too young that listen to this this is what this fucking guy was hawking on uh daytime television well what, what just jazzercise routine stuff like that it was i mean this guy had a whole business out of this is he, he a gay man all right so that's one thing i'll get to a little later I, he's uh, I don't want to get ahead of myself. I I can do a where is He's he? He's not. Out. He is a gay man, a closeted gay man that I yeah. feel so bad that he right. never felt like it was okay to just say, "Hey, yeah, I'm gay." Right. So anyway, um, so he used to go on. Uh, is this one? N- uh, no, no, it's, no, no uh, the uh, the. Okay, so Richard Simmons, this is like an example. He'd sell these DVDs or VHS tapes, right? He'd hop right. these for like 1999 or something yeah. like that. Became a cajillionaire doing this. A lot of body, t-
0: uh, body positivity going
1: on here because there are some big human beings in the back of it. They're in the back. Well, that's the whole point. You're right. sweating to the oldies. Got it, got it. Right, I never know how he got that copyright through. I think he had sound-alikes
0: or something. Now, is this like we're sweating to the oldies like Barry Gordy stuff or are we talking about- Yeah,
1: I think like 60s and 70s. Okay, Having it. a good time. Anyway- uh, people loved him. I loved him. Okay. He's such a nice person. You know who didn't love him? David We're Letterman. David Letterman. This
0: set looks like, um, who did uh, Nightmare Before Christmas? Tim Burton. Tim Burton. It looks like Tim Burton designed a uh, an exercise stage. It's really, really kind of terrifying.
2: Or it looks like Tim Burton ripped off Richard Simmons. Get your right. timeline right. Yeah, this looks yeah, exactly yeah. like the Wonka Factory it's in crazy. Tim Burton's world. It's I see crazy. It. All
1: right, it's crazy. Now, I
2: want to play- Tim Burton's a thief. I
1: want to play Richard Simmons- You spilled on yourself. All right, it's great. On David Letterman, and I want you to just note how much- By the way, Richard Simmons is on David Letterman trying to uh, get the message out there that we need more P.E. in classrooms for kids, because right, right, right. he realized in the early 90s that kids were starting to get a little chubba-waba, yep, yep. and he was very concerned. He's being proactive about it. Okay, I want you to watch Letterman mock him at every turn. And you tell me if he is not a homophobic gay uh, gay He's a bully, jerk. yeah. Yes.
2: Oh, he was born in Indiana in like 1930. So yeah, I believe yeah. all those things. Well, I don't know about 1930. Uh 50. It's hard.
0: <laughs> Our first guest is America's most beloved fitness guru. <laughs> Is that true? Do you think that's true? Well, I, I most
1: beloved fitness guru. Unless you, you. Can, the Dalai Lama doesn't qualify. No, oh, good one, Paul. No, good one, Paul. I, I actually like to eat skinny. He's, and he's a, a guru. guru. <laughs> no. Oh, He's just a guru. Yeah,
2: he's the uh,
0: number one's most beloved fitness uh, guru. Not to mention the oiliest. That's the other thing.
1: Should <laughs> sure, I skip ahead to when he's, If somebody can oh, prove yeah. to me that their entire he's already body insulting the, in the guests. Oh yeah, the big was,
0: I see, Mister Waxing.
1: You're a red happiness bird. Do y'all like the outfit? What is he wearing? Uh, Some type
0: of big birds, gay lover, uh, you know, top.
2: And the bottoms, I believe Richard Simmons did very intentionally because uh, David Letterman from Indiana, huge Hoosier fan. Hoosier guy. And they are notorious for coming out in uh, sweatpants, uh, the candy, 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 striped sweatpants. And that is why Richard Simmons did that. Now,
1: now at some point in this interview, I I just want to play the part where he kind of mocks him a little bit, but it's like too long. But at some point, Dave calls him fat. Oh, can we please? Let's find it. I'll
2: I'll, I'll
0: cut around it. Yeah,
2: but. we'll cut around it. And I want to hear the next ten seconds. See if he says the Andy and a pants thing. It
0: looks a little. <laughs> <laughs> it looks a little uh, cheap.
1: Whoa, the feather, I think the feathers are a little cheap. Well, sometimes it's good to be cheap.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. I love Simmons. Hey, by the way, happy Teflon birthday! Dye. You
1: just turned sixty years old. You and I are the same age. That's right. <laughs> did you have a big party, big celebration? Oh, what did I did you do? a cruise to lose. I took hundreds of people, uh, overweight, out of shape people, on a cruise for seven days for my birthday. Where did, where did you?
0: Where did, More importantly, where are these uh, ships registered? <laughs> What do you mean, where they're registered? Well, I, I mean, they, are they inspected? They, do they meet all sorts of uh, American maritime it's Carnival, codes?
1: Cru- it's Carnival Cruise Line. Oh,
0: starting to get into homophobia like, a little to, bit. That uh, was, uh, was a dicey question there.
1: And then I had a big birthday party on the cruise, and everybody in my group dressed like me. <laughs> <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds awful,
0: honestly. <laughs> are you going
1: to say anything nice today? We're 60 years old. Oh, I know how you can make this up. Why don't you and I go see Mama Mia?
0: Okay, now in Dave's defense, I can't handle this kind of energy. Right. Can't do it. Not even close to this kind of energy. It, it People who are, if you couldn't tell them, I don't want to sound like a, a, I'm in a really shitty mood because I'm not. But people who have this kind of energy make me. I immediately want to get away from them,
2: Mm -hmm. but it's a it's a weird psychological chess match here. Like Richard Simmons is winning this battle. They're both playing these extreme. (laughs) I think it's trench
0: warfare. I I don't think there's a lot of ground being gained by either side.
2: Oh, I think I mean like you. He can't have his witty responses just kill. Like when he's like tearing someone down. We don't like Richard Simmons is too likable. This is fascinating. It's interesting, right?
1: Listen, I've seen it. I've seen it. David Letterman, here I go again. My, my, how could I resist you? David Letterman, here we go again. My, my, how could I
0: resist you? (laughs) Stands up.
1: (laughs) Isn't he a good time? He's a great time. (laughs) And he is not a homosexual. (laughs) Definitely not. I mean, Richard's doing all the heavy lifting for Dave 100%. here. Hundred percent. All right. So, so,
0: so it, this is what's worse. The, what what's a worse? Uh, I'm straight myth. This or Liberace. <laughs> both I've, this is like um uh, yeah norm mcdonald joke uh what's something we don't know about you i'm a deeply closeted gay man you're a gay man no i'm deeply closeted
1: now richard behind this veneer Thanks, of this happy-go-lucky energy person uh there is a man that deeply hates himself and is very depressed well, there was a podcast little, uh, we have that little guy inside all of us. uh his is i think uh qu- quite Louder. Quite louder than ours, his inner monologue. Right. So um this is what I want to say. Uh, yeah, at some point, Dave was just horrible to him. And again, he's here promoting kids doing more PE, which, which Dave completely mocked. Anyway, I want to cut to this other clip because I have actual personal history with Richard Simmons. You were driving the tour. No, that's my uh, driver, Ashley. But this was- It was your company? Yes, this is not- They played this on that stupid
0: podcast.
1: Oh, did they really? Yeah, they did. Yeah, my, when my uh, driver posted it, he said YouTube contacted him. and said they'd give him a, a penny for every every view. Thanks, YouTube. Yeah.
2: So, he but, has made $139. Yeah.
1: yeah. So get this. Uh, yeah, that was the date. So here, you want to play the clip. So we would- this wasn't just once. This became a reoccurring thing. Richard would see our tour bus outside of his house, and we'd be setting it up. And especially if you were on a really bad tour and the vibe wasn't going good, you'd always go to Richard's house because if he was home, he'd come out and he'd jump in the bus and hang out with all the filthy yucky normies what visiting a the house. Here, watch this. It's so wonderful. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Oh, yes. well, the audio back. you nothing but trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so when I came here,
2: over here, are you having a good time? Yeah. Yeah. Did
0: you get to see anybody
2: else? Oh, my yeah.
0: God. <laughs> what a Sorry, sweetheart you. this guy is. Hey, sir, thanks for uh, coming how out. How here. are you? Oh, I'm no, driving. Well. Food in there?
2: Look at me. <gasps> Got a and couple of water. A
0: couple water started
2: oh, falling out. Have a beautiful week here. <laughs> God bless you. with traveling for See you go. Oh,
1: my Thank you God. Very much. Is that another- so heartwarming? Hey, you want to have him on your talk show and treat him like shit? Yeah. This guy is one of the most. You know what? This should renew your faith in humanity. It, it, it actually is really, really warming my heart. Um, but he's also a
0: star. Like he wants to perform. He wants for to be loved. People. He yes. wants to be loved. Well, that's
1: stars, you know, usually right. have that complex firing on all cylinders. And- so here's where he is now. I think he's going to die pretty soon. Yeah. Um, I, I'd have to say at this point, he's probably about 75. I heard he's overweight and he's not happy with his look and he's suffering from depression. So but I, I, will, I will feel really bad the day that we lose Richard Simmons, especially how bad David Letterman treated him on his show.
2: I want to get him on our show. Well, it's impossible. The, Why?
1: The he's,
0: podcast. That he's was reclusive really, now. The podcast that was really big, that didn't amount to anything. It didn't tell you what was going on with him.
1: Tried many times to get him out of his house. And he, he just, he just made go. a statement, right? I yeah. want to say he just basically, I'm not being kidnapped. I'm fine. I'm right. Just. Right. Right. Yep. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so uh, that was that. Uh, that's a late night talk show. I know that kind of spiraled into a wild well. I, I'll tell you though, I
0: think that that is the perfect punching bag for Letterman because Paris Hilton has no retor- uh she, she has no comebacks whatsoever. No. She just sits there, sits and, there and gets takes beaten it. down further and further and further, and it becomes sad at a certain point. You can't keep going with that, or you come off really, really bad. But if he can rubber band everything back in Dave's face, Dave can start throwing stuff back. It was a perfect. Uh, segment for for punishment
2: i'm a dave letterman fan and i'm not saying he's in the right here He was very mean to richard simmons but i think they're almost both playing characters yes uh and they might have like a a fondness for each other that doesn't come across here but i'm gonna find some deep cut i that's gonna be a aps thing i bring in some good david letterman like, okay well, right because i loved him he's I, funny i do too fine. so
1: but here's the the deal with the devil that i was talking about earlier which is I hate late night television now because it's so watered down and no one will do anything that's interesting. Very much like we, that's what podcasts do now. We're the new late night talk shows. Can you
0: imagine if that happened today? That segment on on late night television. It wouldn't. It would be a fucking firestorm on Twitter.
1: Well, this is why Howard Stern, and we've talked about him quite a bit, is roughly about eight years ago, he hired this uh, PR person that basically... They erased were, his past yeah. and reinvented the new grandpa Howard. And now Howard doesn't remember using the N word. I am the convinced
0: fact that, we, that sorry to keep interrupting. I've been doing it all. show. So. I'm really sorry. Um, I'm convinced that he hired somebody from the CIA. Oh. Like uh, the this is not just a PR chick who's really good at her job.
2: What a what a simple simple way to look at things. <laughs> the CIA hired him, Dylan.
1: <laughs> Actually, I have a. I sent this to AJ Benza because AJ was always on his show back in the day. Yeah. The weekend, about a year ago, they the the woke mob tried to get him because he denied using the N-word. And then someone just dug up some old video of him dropping the N-bomb like it's his He's last name. He's got Easy
0: E on and the dude who was in charge of like the police commissioner during the riots who mm-hmm. said the N-word. Um, or maybe it was the OJ case. and And- Howard is just saying, do you listen to N words with attitude? Do you listen to N words with attitude? He just keeps saying it over and over and over again because he
1: knows he can get away with it, but you can't get away with it. It's very transparent what you're doing. You're trying to say the N word 40 times in this segment. Uh, Like how about breast examinations live on it? Like just touching 18 year old runaways in your studio, making fun of people's flappy labias, Gary, the retard. Oh my God. Uh, So anyway, Howard right now, I think he's very concerned about legacy, like Letterman never went as bad as Howard. But I think Howard is probably probably spends some time thinking about this. Like he's 75. He's like, all right, how do I make it to my the day I'm dead without having to go through being attacked and taken down? And he's done a marvelous job so far. Oh, uh, where you uh, interrupt me. What I was saying is (laughs) I sent AJ a video that weekend where the woke mob was trying to get him for uh, dropping the end bomb and he denied it. Yeah. Every time you type in Howard Stern on Google, it would just direct you to his website. It would not allow you to yeah. see, to go to any links.
0: Maybe it's not the CIA. Maybe it's somebody at like McKinsey or something. But this is like a serious, I mean, it's an unbelievable psyop they pulled that we don't, nobody talks about what Howard did.
1: Right. Nobody talks about what Howard no. did. I think that's why he kind of leaned into hating Trump more because- There you go. It, it worked for him. <laughs>
0: Obviously. It there worked. I
1: mean, how, uh, Donald Trump was on his show for 10 years straight yeah, and he yeah. loved him. He's probably on a hundred times. <laughs> right.
2: But there's no greater way to keep the woke left off your back than champion their biggest thing with right. this giant platform. Right, you know, right, right. Oh,
1: as long as he's talking shit. Do you think we'll ever feel bad about all the shit we've talked? I kind of feel like we go after people- that kind of deserve it.
2: I hear stuff and it, um, that I've said, and it, sometimes it'll make me cringe. But we are just fucking talking as fast as we can. It means nothing. Yeah. You cannot take it at face value.
0: It means nothing. And so please stop attacking me online. Yeah,
1: okay? yeah. Leave Dylan alone. <laughs> now, Dylan, I put this by you. Uh, can we
0: please stop for a second? You you have printed
1: your notes on sheet music. Yes, I ran out of paper, so I my sheet music. I had to print it on the other side. Okay. Couple questions. Uh, just one. Why do you have
2: sheet music? Well, I play classical guitar. Oh, my God. This is a great picture.
1: This is Bach in C C minor.
0: There's no way you
1: can play that. Go ahead. I've played it. (laughs) You
2: can sight read classical guitar. Yes. All right. Go ahead. Really? I I know you can. Thank you. Jeez. You struggle now because your handshake because of the alcohol. Well, I was drinking. I Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I, I, it's just the last time
0: you tried to play guitar, it was like Sling Blade trying to play guitar. I, I,
1: had, I hadn't ha- had any alcohol.
2: I could see <laughs> in your fingers that they were like educated. Uh, Nick, what do you got? We got to talk about friends. We do. We do. Um, you know, Friends was really about uh, this is the elevator pitch that moment in your life when friends are family. These are not my words; these are the the words of the creator whose name I can't remember. He's one of the guys with the three names at the end. There they had yeah. A- the
0: the showrunner of Friends, the creator of Friends, is one of those uh, showrunners that's kind of gone under the radar. I worked a little for him. Bit. What's his name?
1: uh david crane david uh there's three of them though yeah but like kevin bright that's who i worked for
0: rosenthal everybody knows chuck Lorre, larry david jerry seinfeld like these people they're all 100 millionaires many times over Mm -hmm. oh you should see how much is this guy worth
1: jesus in kevin bright's office where he had a reef tank that we built in 2004 yeah the guy fucking had a Gretsch guitar and i go and under closer inspection it was signed by the entire band of you 2 personally to them. Yeah. Love the show. Right, right, right. It was
2: awesome. That was one of my favorite things about what we are talking about right now, the Friends reunion. They would pick out these people. It was a random collection of people, but very famous, that loved the show, and mm-hmm. it was very impactful to them. Uh, which brings me to the probably my favorite part of the hour and 44-minute reunion episode. Uh, David Beckham, they talked to him. Who's that? And uh, But I think uh, probably the most well-known soccer player in the world. No, no. One of them. Close up there. United legend. Love Bex. But I explained to you guys the concept of a sitcom bottle episode one time and used uh, my favorite episode of Friends, the one where no one's ready, as my example of just awesome sitcom. Right. And that is David Beckham's hmm. favorite episode yeah. and he, he he literally talked about he's like he's like I put it on uh when I'm down and it makes me smile to the Aww. point I'm in tears. It it, it like Aww. I loved it. That so, episode
1: is an antidepressant for David Beckham? Yes. And he was like just look at his wife's ass. That would be enough for sitcoms an antidepressant.
0: are antidepressants. Hmm. Yeah, they're, they kind of are slates of antidepressants so that
1: networks can sell antidepressants, actual <laughs> ones, you know, in the commercial breaks. You know, that is so true. I had a guy down on his luck. His name was Daniel. Um, he lived with me for six months rent free. The guy watched Frazier and smoked weed from 11 a.m. to 10 o'clock at night. Right. Calmed his nerds. He was like a vampire. He came alive at night. after Yeah. That, yeah, uh, yeah. Well,
0: he's he's uh, in a uh, metaphor constantly. uh, uh digging something up and trying to bury it. And it'll, it'll come uh, back up to the surface pretty soon because you can't watch Friends all day and smoke weed or Frazier even worse. Mm-hmm. Even worse.
2: Uh, back to, oh, to your point about, like, how much money these people are worth. I guess it was kind of both of you. You were talking about the creator, who you work yeah. for. <laughs> what con- What was the context of you working for? Uh, we uh, put a saltwater uh, oh, tank yeah. in, his, in his office. That's an expert. Nice, mm-hmm. nice, yeah. nice guy. Nice guy. Only met him twice.
1: He was, uh, he actually, after Joey got canceled, he took a job at Emerson College to be a, I guess, a temporary professor as yeah. uh, an adjunct professor or something.
2: Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, that's what you do when you have. You, you, uh, have fuck you money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but David. I'm Cr- bored. I'll go teach at a really great college. <laughs> David Crane was actually <laughs> the one that said that quote. And that was the first time that made me cry. Friends <laughs> is about the time in your life uh, when friends are your family. God, what an elevator pitch. Yeah. It's a, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Friends is about
0: a time when friends become your family.
2: Friends is about the time in your life when friends are your family, your late 20s, you're out on your own. You're only calling home every couple of months. (laughs) Got it. Got it. Uh, Come on. Sure. Sure. Got it. Okay. Cry. All right cry with me uh but that that was like a beautiful moment and then the second time i cry, almost cried was david beckham saying how he cries to uh, also my favorite episode you're gonna pull it up pretty incredible no not that part in particularly uh there were as i as we tease some, some extraneous stuff. some extraneous stuff one was a uh, uh, obvious uh diversity thing that all things have to do it was just a montage of people from around the world Saying how much they also... Interesting you bring that up. How does Friends get
1: away with just being six white people... For 10 years. Hey,
2: this segment Grand that, Torino,
1: take it easy, okay?
2: This segment that I'm talking about was defense against that. It was. Because right. they
1: knew it would trend. Oh, like, no, it's called offense because the best defense is a good offense. And the good so offense we're saying the same thing. It's
2: all semantics right now. But they wanted to avoid trending like, oh, six white people were talking about blah, 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 blah. And they did a good job of it. Uh, but... Honestly, it was like you believe these people, they're like, Oh, talked taught me to turn English. BTS loved it. Oh, love
0: BTS. Oh, get out of here. Yeah, yeah, BTS.
2: They they're like, Yeah, they make great tunes. And I, I believe that. That like they're like these caricature of like what an American is, and they, they were just fed. We're talking Amer- about
1: these Korean boys.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. They were just fed American <laughs> pop culture to to make them palatable. We're talking about parents. these Korean boys. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you could interchange any one of them at any time. I don't think anybody would know the difference. Uh, that's uh, a like, racist thing to say. What? Ha <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think uh, people uh, who were not fans of that genre in 1990s boy bands, right. about like NSYNC, Backstreet yeah. Boys, they'd yeah. say the same thing. No, you couldn't You're do it. You're putting under
0: context.
1: You rules. couldn't do it with NSYNC because they all made a point to have weird hair. Yes, they all differentiated themselves. <laughs> BTS, they all look alike. They look like lesbians. <laughs> yeah. Let's move doubling on. Down.
0: <laughs> Let's down. Let's double down. Move on to the show.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm not saying Asian people look that particular group. <laughs> there is no distinction between any of them they all look identical
0: they're all thin beautiful androgynous young men yes. with blush on yes yeah they look like lesbians Yes.
2: all right let's go back to this forced diversity so we see on here a screenshot of an indian man who said i even had suicidal thoughts yeah but friends brought him out of it that's right. actually not even what i'm pointing out that's sad good for him yeah uh they did a pretty good job of it lots of people from africa talked to but then there was this guy that really kind of brought me out of it how could friends
0: not make you want to kill yourself i've only seen two episodes
2: no it stopped the suicidal thoughts dylan here we go i hope the volume's up i was a gay man who wanted to have hair like jennifer aniston so you can imagine um how lonely i sometimes felt
0: and friends Is that Hannah Gatsby?
2: Hannah Gatsby comes up after the man who wanted hair like Rachel. I'm skeptical about using this part on the free feed. Oh, it's okay. Uh, But uh, yeah. Welcome new Tim Dillon listeners. (laughs) And then now we got this raging bull. Whoa, no, just kidding. whoa! 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 Because you said Tim Dillon is he got in a war with two lesbians. Got it. At Airbnb. Got it. Yeah,
1: but he's gay. He gets to do that. Yeah, that's, that's true. Why he can do that? That's true.
2: I forgot about. It's that.
0: a fun little wrinkle he's got. He looks like a, uh, a shipyard worker with an alcohol problem who beats his children, but he can say whatever he wants because he's gay.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but but let's skip all past that part that, right. that I was just said. But no, uh, I also going back to the one where no one's ready incredible anecdote that I think I had heard in pieces, but didn't really know the exact timeline. There's one part in that episode where Joey tries to jump back onto the recliner that him and Chandler are fighting for. That's the impetus of a lot of the conflict okay. within the episode. Oh, that's right. That's and right. he, and he damages his shoulder, right. literally pops out of socket. They have behind the scenes footage. It's hanging there. Ah, uh, like I'm watching an MMA fight. He goes in the other room. They're like, you oh, know, if we can't, we're done. They have to hold filming on that production of that episode until the end of the season... And it it was fine because it was a bottle episode, so they could slot it wherever they wanted. And the beginning of the next episode, they started with a cold open where Chandler's in the living room and Joey's in his bedroom, and he's bouncing up and down on his bed, and he falls off and he hurts his shoulder, so he's wearing a sling in that episode.
0: Hmm. Oh, that's
1: brilliant,
2: isn't it? That's great writing. It's a there. Genius. Yeah. It, they probably and
1: hired an outside uh,
2: writer to kind of punch that up. Sorry. That, that's incredible oh, sorry. that you're Nick. also conversing with me while sleeping. Didn't it? Ma- didn't now, track. Nick,
1: I I don't want to say to get to the chase, but uh, what what about Chandler here? How's how was he in this? Yeah, everybody wants to know about what's going on with old veneers. Uh, well, that well, was we dental of, work, not we, a, not on the count of a stroke that froze half his face.
2: That's your that's your chase. I wasn't even really going to focus on that. I was going to focus on the positive a lot. We could oh, sure. watch more Richard Simmons. I'm not even playing clips. Oh, no no no, we are fine. No, I just
1: I'm interested in uh, Chandler. If you have a uh, something about him, do you feel under attack right now?
2: A little bit. He he had bad. <laughs> I, I feel I just feel like I'm not going that long and I'm being hurried along. No no no, No you're no, not no. Being being long. Long. no no no, you're not being hurried. But Chandler's teeth looked amazing. Unfortunately, that's all you could see for most of it because he looked like Fire Marshal Dan. He right. definitely had a stroke and he was slurring his words. <laughs> there was one part maybe the only part where he had like more than 30 seconds of talking and everybody was leaning in like he was like this poor fragile thing. They were right, trying to avoid it. It right, was right, very uncomfortable right. way to Thank ruin you. the Ooh. whole reunion. No, the man the man's on drugs. The man's mm-hmm. on drugs. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Th- shout out to Baby Bird, Baby Barnacle that posted how they tried to cover it up after it because it was a lot of conversation that he just had dental work mm-hmm. done. They did look pristine white i will say that they were just showing the entire time uh more can you ex- imagine him and his
1: team trying to figure out how they can explain the whole stroke thing and they got i got an idea
0: yeah let's shove some fucking bar stools up in your gums the dumb people in america will buy
2: this yeah
0: yeah yeah i I, you know i'm really happy that you didn't play that clip because i think it would have been too too big of a bummer
2: uh not for me i love it i (laughs) had more clips planned but i was thrown about that we did this first but oh got it, got uh, it but i think it actually i it's better that this way uh then we had the as aforementioned by pat the unnecessary lady gaga cameo uh that started with a smelly cat jingle it was allusion to the episode and then they had a robe choir come out and sing smelly cat unnecessary Mm. i was always more of a sticky shoes guy myself i think sticky shoes my sticky shoes i think pat uh, dylan agrees with me and i pat obviously uh, as well (laughs) why do you sing it we we had a a obviously longer than this uh, Zoom with Gunther. Oh uh, and it was edited down to about 32 seconds.
1: Not, I don't know who that is. No, no, Gunther? I know Gunther.
2: Gunther is the, he was the manager at the restaurant and he was, he. I think he worked all 10 seasons cool. as Gunther and he was obsessed with Rachel, had a couple funny moments. Okay,
1: got it. He, uh, he actually, I saw him on a late night talk show one time and he was saying that someone said he's going to be the new Jack Lemon, and how he was so inspired by that. Yeah. Never heard from him again after that. And then that. Dave Letterman put him in his fucking place.
2: <laughs> yeah, he didn't do anything of no after that. He no. kept reiterating in that 30 two seconds how this was the best 10 years of his life yeah it's kind of like the soup nazi <laughs> yes yes
0: yeah uh, i think he opened up a restaurant i
2: know he? him at least there's memes about the soup nazi he lives on people he doesn't even know who gunther is you i don't know who <laughs> gunther is. you only
1: need to know that guy for about 30 seconds before he tells you he's the soup nazi let me sure, just say yeah. that about yeah. him.
2: And I would say that you the don't one, need
1: to tell me. I can see you. You look like an old grizzled Pakistani guy.
2: The one uh, bit of tea that was spilled, maybe it was just to make headlines or something, but but Ross and Rachel, the real people, really hinted at how season one, they really had this flirtation thing. They kept saying how they never acted on it. Joey joked and he said, he was like, bullshit. You guys definitely did bang. And they're like, oh, I just never crossed paths. We were always in a relationship. Swimmer and Anison fucked? Yeah. Oh, First season. Yep, yep. Got it, got it. Uh, so that was really the.
0: Swimmer's so attractive. I don't know how she oh, yeah. I don't know how she kept her claws off him for an entire year.
2: Honestly, he was probably the MVP of this thing because they really highlighted a lot of his great moments. Uh the the leather pants, incredible and and Joey, uh Matt LeBlanc was really highlighting. He's like, I know everything you were doing was intentional. He like ripped up his pants, he smacked himself in the head. It was just Hilarious physical comedy. And then they also talked about the pivot scene. They really hit my favorite moments. I felt like it was for me. It was a great hour did and 44 ever, minutes. Did they? 100 ever, floors. 100, 100 So
1: you did enjoy it.
2: I did I, did. did. I watched
1: more. 100 friends. You know how much you'd have to pay me to watch that? Uh, 50 bucks. 500. 500 Yes, I'd watch it for $500. This is a
0: long piece of content. I had no idea it was an hour and 44 minutes. And I was ashamed that I didn't watch it because show content, you know, I should be here and uh, helping you. But uh, had I known that it was an hour and 45, it probably would have lasted 15 minutes, turned it off. Mm. Um, All right. I think that you two
2: 100 friends, I
0: think that you guys have uh, given me restored my faith in humanity a little bit, a little bit more. You know, a lot of people have find happiness from friends and Richard Simmons. You know, the the world is a good place, you know, Mm -hmm. um, It's going downhill pretty fucking quick. Oh, come on, man. Right now, it's a good place. So that's another podcast show. Guys, jump in the iTunes ratings and reviews. Leave five stars and kind words. If you have mean things to say, feel free to say them. Just hit five stars and then say them in the body of the message. Also, YouTube. Search another podcast show. We need you guys to help us there. Subscribe, like, comment, and hit the bell. also, another store.com for the t-shirts and the sweatshirts. We'll see you next week. I'm Dylan saying goodbye. Nick, say goodbye. Goodbye. Pat, say goodbye.
1: Later.